Hi, gorgeous people. My beloved Cat Kingdom, our fast-growing worldwide community. Before this episode, let me explain to you guys what is going down, because this one is going to be a little different than all the others. I was invited by the hosts of a new podcast called Love on the Rocks. Rocks is R-O-X to be a guest on the episode that they recorded yesterday. And the theme was intimidating. Does the timing of sex matters? And I was like, yes, absolutely. Let's talk about it because this is definitely a subject that I have talked about on Cat on the Loose the past three years, many, many, many times. I've asked all the experts that I interviewed this question. I've asked all the matchmakers that I interviewed this question and everybody has a different answer. I don't agree with most of them. So I was totally down to talk about it. Then just before I was going to give my interview on their episode, I was like, you know what? This is such an important topic. I think I'm going to also record you guys interviewing me and I'm going to publish on my podcast, Cat on the Loose, so you guys, my audience, can jump in on the conversation. The video of the episode, by the way, is on YouTube, on their YouTube, Love on the Rocks, and I am uploading it on my YouTube Cat Zamuro, Cat on the Loose, if you guys want to watch it. They are two super cool hosts, and they had like a panel of um, friends, uh, anyway, different people that were talking and giving their opinion. It was really fun, and I hope you guys enjoy it, and please send me your opinion. Does the timing of sex matters? Listen up so you guys can know what I think about it. I hope you enjoy it. And before I let you guys jump in on this pod to pod episode between Cat on the Loose and Love on the Rocks, I am reminding you, and for those of you, of course, who are new to Cat on the Loose, welcome. This is a 100% organic podcast, meaning it's never scripted. It's never, ever edited. It is what it is. Most of our episodes are filmed, recorded in real life situations, many times in the homes of our guests, in restaurants, bar events we attend. It's really just a window into our lives and how we really talk. Maybe if you're more into the usual perfect podcasting studio, you're not going to enjoy it as much. But if you love real, raw, super honest conversations, you might just dig it. My lines are always open to listen to you guys taking opinions, not only on Instagram, Real Cat on the Loose and Cat Zamuro, but also my WhatsApp is very public. So keep chiming in. I love getting your messages. It's 305-332-0338. Of course, United States 1, 305-332-0338. So please, 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 this platform is for all of us to speak freely about the world of sex dating and relationships no filters no censor and i hope you guys enjoy this really fun episode does the timing of sex matters when you're dating a new person and you guys are going to listen to this one hour episode recorded by love on the rocks that i just re-recorded with them with no interruptions like our usual little two-minute interruption in the middle so i want to say Thanks to Prazeris Toys, the sexiest sex toys ever, for sponsoring this episode. Prazeris means pleasures in Portuguese, P-R-A, 
Z-E-R-E-S, Toys on Instagram, prazerestoys.com online, sexiest sex toys ever, they're little weapons of mass pleasure for happy, healthy, fulfilling sex lives, they ship worldwide, and you know what, you guys that know me know that my biggest dream with this podcast is to normalize for once and for all consenting adults all over the world being able to speak freely about sex, about pleasure, about self-pleasure, about masturbating, about playing with their partners in bed with sex toys, about having fulfilling, amazing sex lives and lots and lots of orgasm and lots and lots less medication for depression and all that crap. And it breaks my heart that this day and age, this is still such taboo conversation like if you try to say that on instagram they block the account they think you're dirty but you know what sex is nothing dirty it's healthy it's important it should be a great fantastic part of any adult relationship and this is why i love Praziri so much so many of the sex toys are so sexy such great foreplay a lot of them are miniatures such as the cherry massager, such as the lipstick vibrator, so powerful and so delicious, the bullet necklace that you can actually wear in public. Guys, go check it out and don't forget to use code FALLINLOVE for a great discount at checkout and a gift. Go get your toys, spice up your sex life, prazeristoys.com. I also want to say a quick thank you to Privé LA Luxury Concierge, the top concierge services worldwide for being such a supporter of this podcast. Privé LA takes care of everything you can dream of from luxury travel and hotel accommodations, immersive experiences, luxury vacation rentals, rentals for events, photo shoots, anything that you possibly need. If you want to participate in sports events, such as, for example, this week's F1 in Las Vegas, we are all going courtesy of Privé. If you guys want tickets to the Super Bowl, if you want access to exclusive parties and events, they are the guys that open the doors to all of this world. Privé, P-R-I-V-E-E-L-A, Luxury Concierge on Instagram, Privé.com online. Tell them I send you. They are amazing. They respond 24-7 with their multilingual staff, and they're super, super cool. They take care of everything you can possibly dream of. Um, so our guest today, uh, please welcome Kat Zamudo. Um, of Cat Hi, Cat. Hi, guys. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's so nice to meet you. It's yeah, lovely meeting you. Meet you. <laughs> it's great to be here with you guys. Excellent. So tell, yeah. us, about, tell us a little bit about your Cat on the Loose podcast. <laughs> yeah, so Cat on the Loose started three and a half years ago. So it's been a hell of a journey. And it was really, um, I was married for 14 years and I got divorced. I jumped back into the dating world and I was like, what the, f I don't know if I can swear here, but I was it's like, awesome, sister. same, same. So I was like, it's such a shit show. It's so chaotic. What's going on? So I started talking about it like very organically. And I noticed that everybody in the world has a story that they want to share. And I started getting hundreds and hundreds of messages through social media. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to rock and roll. And it was a pet project at the very beginning. And now three and a half years later, I am so proud to say that we are on the top 0.5% most downloaded podcast in the world. I'm the top Latino okay. podcast. Wow. In the world. Yeah, we have a fantastic worldwide audience that we call Cat Kingdom. And it's very organic. We don't edit. 
We don't script. It's really just all of us trying to figure out how do we find love again? You know, does it really exist? How do we date? Like it's total chaos and we're really just learning together and, and, and dating better, hopefully, right? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. The dating I mean, world is disgusting. It is. It is. And these apps are worse than going to a bar to pick oh up somebody. Oh, yeah. Like, it, it's flabbergasting. It's, it's tough. Yeah, it's definitely tough. I, I make fun of it all the time. Even I make fun of my own bad experiences because at the end of the day, what are you going to do, right? I'm a firm believer in love. I think you should never give up because... If you give up, all the bad guys win. So we got to keep trying. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So, uh, Cat on the Loose, how many downloads do you have already? We're getting about 180,000 per episode, depending on the episode. Like, obviously, my celebrity episodes get more. Every time we do an X-rated episode and we talk about sex, we get a lot of downloads, and it's it, it's mind blowing to me we don't why. Say that word on this show. <laughs> yes, we do, Roger. Shut up. Okay. Yes, we do. Um, so, who are some of like your celebrity guests? Oh my God, we had Brooke Burke, which I love. Uh, she was incredible. She invited us to go into her house in Malibu. We spent a day with her. We had Cheryl Burke a few weeks ago. She has also a really cool podcast about uh, the behind the scenes of Dancing with the Stars. I was about to say, isn't she the one on that show? Yeah, she, she's awesome. We had, um, I don't know if you guys know the LA crowd, but we had Tracy Tudor, who is from Bravo's Million Dollar Listing. She's crazy inspiring. Nice. Yeah, we had like a bunch of amazing people. Yeah. Excellent. That's awesome. Yeah. And we are actually streaming on your podcast as well. Yes, we are doing a pod, pod uh, to pod. Yeah, we're definitely dropping the episode. So my cat on the loose audience gets to know you guys because you're amazing. Exactly. You're, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you. And you can find us on all the streaming platforms. It's Love on the Rocks, spelled R-O-X, podcast. And uh, I love that. And by me, Roger the Wild Child, along with uh, Megan Bennett. And we have a team. We have a team of influencers. I'm going to go ahead and bring them on the screen. Um, we've got our stats girl, Crystal, is here. Hi. Hi, love. And of course, our actress, Lydia Manson. Hi, Lydia. Hi, darling. Howdy. Dr. Love is in the house. Yo, yo, yo. What? Is he in the house? Hi, darling. Dr. Love in the house. Dr. Love in the house. And we got in our karaoke king would be Drew. <laughs> Howdy. Hi, Drew. Hey, hey Drew. What's going on? Drew's, Drew's all excited. He's in his new um, bachelor pad. Well... <laughs> Is it a bachelor pad or is it your girlfriend's house? No, this is my new condo. No, I didn't mean that in a bad way. My I didn't mean that in a bad way. A condo. Uh, I hope no, so. I'm so. just saying, did y'all move I, in uh, together? Like, no, 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 no. No, no, no. This no. is actually one of our manager's oh, okay. condos. I'm paying him to live here. But uh, I, I cut my okay. commute to work down from an hour and a half one way to 20 minutes one way. With this oh, one. hell yeah. There you well, go. Uh, uh, yeah. Y'all, let me tell you, Saturday night, I went to the uh, Georgia like, Ole Miss game, on. right? 
No, I went to the Georgia Ole Miss game in Athens. And it was a night game. It started at 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. We left with four minutes and like 12 seconds. Actually, no, it was. It may have been a little bit less than that. Anyway, it was at 10.32. I left the parking lot. I lived like 20 minutes away from Athens. Don't y'all know I did not pull up into my driveway until 1.57 a.m.? I believe it. The traffic. The traffic was nothing like I've ever sat through before. I blew a gasket. Like, my the rage. Anyway, Atlanta is full, so if you're thinking about moving here, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now in walking distance from like eight bars. That's dangerous. It is. <laughs> but he's That's walking distance, not driving distance. So that but yeah. eight bars is still dangerous to Drew. <laughs> yeah, but listen, but listen. Now listen, I can get Linda. way more drunk because I don't have listen, to wake up Linda. at five in the morning. <laughs> now I can get up at seven thirty and pee to work on time. And you know what you do when you get drunk? Huh? You make. I said, you know what you do when you get drunk? Mm. You make decisions on having sex or not. That's Ah, right. Nice topic. I like how you rolled into that. We're talking today about intimate dating. The timing of sex matter, or does the timing of sex matter? And so that's going to be our discussion today. And of course. We have our sexpert here, um, Cass. Sexpert? <laughs> I like that. Thank you. Coin in that. Okay, you can go ahead and coin it. Do all you want. So, so Kat, um, I know you kind of touched um, briefly about, you know, why you got into your whole podcasting career, but, you know, how's dating life been for you? Uh it's been a shit show. <laughs> it's very crazy. Same. Yeah, very chaotic. Um, but like I said, I'm a, an eternal believer in love, you know, so I keep trying and trying and trying. I have been dating somebody super nice. It's been going amazing so far. So I don't want to jinx it. I don't want to talk too much about it. Because, you know, when it starts too good to be true, you hope it continues to be too good to be right. true. But as, and we have not had sex yet, by the way. Okay. <laughs> How long have y'all been dating? Yeah, so it's been, been only been only maybe f- six dates, I think. Five, six dates. Oh, okay. But like, being is the- that one per week? No, it's been like one after the other. Like it's been a very intense, just the month of November. So, which is very unusual for me. Very like three dates in one day. You probably did breakfast and lunch and dinner. We kind of did like you know Thursday, Friday, Saturday, na 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 na. But it's been really nice. And this is what I'm gonna say. That's a good sign, by the way, when a guy is not like being pushy, right? Because usually men, if they just want to have sex, like a a one-night stand, they're very pushy after like the second date or the third date. Like, oh, come to my house or, you know, let's do this. If the guy is really happy being with you and doesn't mind, that's a good sign that he also wants a relationship. Or he's... If a man does not ask you... Or what? Or he's playing the long game. I mean, yeah, no, it do- I agree. It does happen. Yeah, it does happen. <laughs> Obviously, your idea to wait. My, what was the crush? 
Um, was it his idea or your idea? No, it's not like it, it's not on purpose because I'm very organic about the way I date. Like I don't have a plan. I don't have a rule. And I actually think it's a bad idea. You know how girls have these rules, like all these matchmakers say like, oh, don't have sex uh, until you're in a committed relationship. Wait three months, wait six months. I personally think that's a really stupid idea. Like one of my guy friends told me, I interviewed one of my best friends a while ago and he used this funny, funny expression. He said, don't hold the vagina hostage. That's stupid because most guys don't like that game. Don't be like walking around with Pandora's box either. Yeah, I mean, I don't play games. That's just my style. I I think most guys don't want you to play games. That's my personal opinion. I don't know. My uncle. But they're the first ones to play them. My uncle has given me two, three uh, uh, tips, and I'm not going to tell you which ones I follow. But uh, the first one was never let. <laughs> he said, if she doesn't let you have sex by the third date, drop her. Never let a bitch put her pussy on a pedestal. Now, uh, that's listen, nasty. I'm not my uncle. <laughs> the, the second, the second advice he ever gave me, he called me from Belize and he said, nephew. I go, what's up? <laughs> And he goes, don't do cocaine until you're 35. (laughs) (laughs) And the third advice he gave me was, when you pay for sex, you're not paying for sex. You're paying them to leave the next morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Your uncle has a lot of issues with women. I can tell you that. (laughs) He is happily married. (laughs) I don't know about that. Hello, Drew. Sorry, Sorry, you your uncle. Your uncle is a walking red flag. Yeah, I, mean, uh, I don't my know. My uncle. Three out of three. Very happy. There you go. Very happy. Very happy. According to your uncle. Both of them. Both of them. Both of them. She okay. loves red. Yes. She loves she red. She's red. Red. <laughs> It's gotta be. Yeah. It's gotta She's be. A bull. So our topic today, we're talking about intimate dating. Um, like I said, does timing of sex matter? And, you know, we were having a um, team discussion in our chat, in our group chat for this episode. <laughs> I just shut it down. I'm like, guys, let's save this for the airways. And, you know, and, you know, one of the members was like, well, you know, we should bring on a married couple. <laughs> Crystal. Yeah. Crystal. Not to point fingers. Wait. But Crystal. A married couple. She's like, it was me. I suggested it. Yeah, okay, fine. Let me tell you why. All all of our squares in the same spot, no matter where. Like, are we all in the same spot? Yeah, okay, we are. So, yeah. Everybody's like, really bad writing function this. All right, I want to hear Crystal on this. All right, so we're talking about the timing of sex in a relationship. Why does it matter, right? Like, could you have a more successful relationship depending on when you do have sex? Um, (laughs) So you have to actually define what a successful relationship is first. And I'm assuming most people date because they want to be in a serious relationship or a marriage. So if we're defining a successful courting period as leading to a long-term relationship or marriage, um, those stats and research are very different. 
Now, how many people have sex much sooner than certain recommended amounts of time? Well, that's a whole other story. But um, we did mention it earlier. I'm not sure if it was on air or not, but it's all over the place. So, like, there are experts that say, oh, wait this amount of time. Then there's experts that say, wait even longer. And there's some that say, hold out as long as you can. Um, and then there's all these studies. Like, guys, when I tell you that I research this stuff, okay, let me tell you, this is just half of what <laughs> wow. I study wise. Oh, wait, here's some more. Oh, here's You're some such more. a cute little nerd. You're such a cute see. little nerd. She <laughs> is. <laughs> I um, here's the thing. Brainiac. So it's all over the place. And I think, okay, so why are we asking this question? Because we want successful relationships, right? Relationships that, you know, lead somewhere. It's not just a one-night stand done and all that stuff. But if we want to talk some numbers. Okay. So, um... In 2022, if we're talking about just like right away first date, okay, around 35% of respondents to a particular study have had sex on the first date. So 35%. It's a in lot 2022? More than... In 2022. In 2022. COVID. Okay. Yeah. Post COVID. Um, a further 48% would consider it. So almost half of everybody going out there on a date is considering having sex on that first date. So, you know, your chances might be pretty good. Um, but there are about 19% that would never consider it. Like, big no-no, not happening. Um, right. Now, let's be clear. Expecting sex is never good. Don't ever expect sex. Um, I mean, but, yeah. At some point, you got it. At yeah. some point. Like, right? I'm not... Uh, no. At some time, at some point, you've just got to be like, "Hey, you know what? We're going to pound town." You're not a sexual person, and we're not going to work out. It's it, 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 yeah. If you can so, go without if having sex with me, then we're not going to work out. Well, we're talking on first date still. Okay. No, 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 no. We're still early. I'm not to that that those stats yet. You just hold on. Okay. Oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> so we're just talking first dates. Um. And what we're saying, expecting is never a good idea, even though that large of a number says that they would consider, right? So 48% of people would consider having sex date, sex on first date. That does not mean you should consider it or expect it, I should say. Um, because according to some other findings, uh, there is a small percentage of people who do expect sex on a first date. Um, Men. I'll, I'll let Men. you. No, women do too. But the difference is, do you want to women are more discreet about it than guys are. Let's hear. I know some hoes. Six percent of men and one percent of women. Hey, that's still a low amount on both ends. You know, that's a win for humanity. But yeah. men are higher, like considerably so. Like that should be yeah, zero you know, on both ends. Fucking instinct. Uh, it sex versus zero. instinct. Sex versus. It's an instinct for men. That's All right, let me ask Kat oh, no. on this, one, on this topic. <laughs> yeah, Kat, what is your... Um, so this is what... That's my personal opinion is... The answer is it, the timing doesn't matter for the right person. That's like my opinion. You can have sex on the first night, the third, the fifth. If the person is into you, they're going to be into you. If it's a player, like, you know, I'm going to talk specifically about men because normally it's men's behavior. If it's a dude 
lying that oh i just want to fuck her i don't i'm sorry i don't know if i can swear here but you can say okay awesome so if it's a guy that really just wants that. to bang you yeah there you know there's the the famous douchebags like they will take you on date after date after date after date and then when you finally go to bed with them they're like okay bye that's like the low 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 scum type guy but in right. general if you meet someone and you guys have chemistry and you like each other who cares if you had sex the first night, the second, the third? Who's counting, right? I mean, if it's supposed to, to work out. Point. Yeah, exactly. And I've interviewed like the top matchmakers in the world. I'm not going to name names, but everybody can find the episodes. And they have this crazy shit like, oh, wait six months because no guy is going to respect you. If you have sex before six months, wait until you're in a committed monogamous relationship. But you know what? This is all playing games. I, I don't know about you guys. I don't want to be in any relationship with anybody for six months without having sex with them because I don't have a roommate for six months. I don't have a best buddy for six months. I want to know if I have chemistry with my partner. So what I say to my listeners, in my opinion, non-expert opinion is if you like someone at some point, just go for it. Because if sex sucks, do you want to be in a relationship with someone for six months, for a year, if sex sucks, right? And then you find out or you get married to them and realize <laughs> right. the chemistry is not there. Exactly. There you go. Like I had a, a matchmaker a few years ago. She was like, have him put a finger, uh, a ring on your finger, have him be totally committed to, I'm like, what? Would you marry, would you be engaged or marry some dude that you're not having great sex with? I really think this is really poor advice. I think women has the same right as men in terms of figuring out if we like having sex with this potential lifetime partner. So, I don't know, I want to <laughs> stay with someone because like, and that, that it was horrible, horrible, like nothing to write home to mama about. And I stayed with them. And it, yeah, but that's I I, I did. Uh, me too. Listen, I was She's in a marriage. Yeah, I was in a marriage for 14 years, guys. 14 years, and sex sucked like, sucked. We barely had any. And I never cheated on my husband. I never lied to my husband. I never did anything because I'm very loyal. But for 14 years, I was like, what the fuck? So I don't want to make this mistake again. I think having fantastic sex yeah, should be on top of our list in terms of having a great partner. And these games that so many girls play, like, like my friend said, withhold the vagina, or like your uncle said, put the vagina on a pedestal. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's really just games. You know, if the yeah. guy likes you, if the girl likes you, it's going to work out. Dr. Love, your thoughts on this? Mm, holding out. You know, I'm all for it these days, but uh, in my younger days, obviously, I mean, I was a young man. Uh, it wasn't like that's all I wanted, per se. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I like making a connection with a woman. Um, mm -hmm. But, I mean, as a younger man, we just can't help it. It's just kind of, we can't help it. Comes with the territory. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, your sex drive, you're, for men, it's 18 years old. For women, their peak is in their 40s. So that's why I hang out at Target. That's why I hang out at Target. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just going to be digital models. 
Yes. So, well, here's the thing. <laughs> let's, let's chat about this. So a lot of the studies that are out there, so a lot of people that are quoting these experts, the studies were done on usually, or the people who were surveyed were much younger people. Now we have a much older population dating because, well, more people are getting divorced. Um, and there aren't a ton of studies on when is the right time at a more advanced age, not like college age. Sorry, Drew. I got tons of stats for you. But, um, <laughs> You're in the league of your own, Drew. <laughs> no, really he is because there's a definite divide, especially with how people feel about gendered roles in that subject area. And that's where it starts to get a little, a little weird. Like, why is this even a thing? Like, why do we say, oh, you have to wait so long? Like, there are these experts that say, oh, you should wait till marriage, this, that, and the other. The whole idea of waiting till marriage um, is a part of this purity culture, which is very damaging in very many ways. Um, and, I have yeah. down that rabbit hole and I've got like a whole other stack of studies on that one um and it's a very sexist concept because the people who it damages are women more so than men not to say that like men aren't damaged by this kind of stuff but so you know we look at okay having sex right away um how how bad is it like well if you want a committed relationship you should wait yada yada well that's not necessarily true because there are studies now that are saying that older people who are dating should kind of use it as a screener to see how compatible you are. They're not saying like hold out forever or hold out till marriage. They're saying like, well, it's going to be different for everybody. There's actually a lot of other factors that will determine dating success um, in terms of like getting a long-term relationship or marriage um, that aren't not wearing white shoes, not wearing white shoes might be one of them, but there are so many other things to consider um, that, you know, sometimes sex does put those blinders on and like you may look past a few or 10 or 20 red flags um, because of it. So, you know, a lot of people will recommend you really get to know the person. What's important is that you are emotionally connected and have had the conversation about when you are ready or like when would be an appropriate time to approach that. So see, I've been on that side of it too, to where it was a very, I'm trying to say this without giving it away. It, it was great. This is, it, it was great um, for a very, 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 very long time. But that was, that was the highlight. That was, that was the highlight of such a long you it was good sex, but no, like, emotional chemistry. Right. And sometimes oh, you emo- find... No, the emotional chemistry was there. It's just... So you guys were friends with benefits? I don't know. They were... No, no, no. We were, we were in a, like, committed relationship for a very long time. And I stayed because the sex was so great when I knew, like... What were the things that, were, we were, that would have made you leave if the sex was bad? If sex was bad, what were the things that would have made you leave? There wasn't a fucking thing in this world that could have made me leave. <laughs> okay, so there's more than just the sex. Then. I put myself through hell. But when it when I realized, like, it was broken and not not being fixed, like, I didn't, no matter how good the sex was, I was out. Mm. And it's it's been done. But for a while it was sex and 
ultimately like we had chemistry emotionally and physically was was stronger because our emotional had just fucking fell like fallen apart and there was no fixing it you know sometimes you know in relationships a lot of times in relationships actually is that when you have other things going on in that relationship sex just covers it up you know yeah like him entertaining others and yeah I think when it comes to the generational gap, actually it makes more sense for young people to wait than it does older people. And this is why. Young people have a fuck ton of life to live still. And they have time to figure it out. When you get to, like, if you're, like, two divorces in, and, I mean, no offense to you. No, you don't settle. No, no, don't settle, but you got to get to the fucking point. Yeah. Like, you got to understand, like, like, you can't waste your time with someone that's not going to work. And that's the first thing that you can check off the fucking list. Like, okay, we like each other in bed. Now, is he a good father to my three kids that I've already had? You know, like, that's <laughs> you got to get to the fucking point. Like, I, have time. Right. I don't have any time now. Yeah, thank you. He's completely uh, right. So, one of the studies says, like, for younger people, college-age people, like, if you can, at least, like, hold out three months because that's known as, like, the dating honeymoon phase. So, like, you're going to figure out who that person really is. But, obviously, that's not realistic for a lot of people. Um, mm-hmm. But the older you are, like I said, it, it's, you know, kind of recommended you use it as a screener. Like, get to the point a little bit sooner because, well, at that point, you have had more life experience. You don't exactly have a lot of time to waste either. So, you know, it kind of helps eliminate something that's super important because you do want to have a good sex life because in another one that fell down in all my research, um, a great sex life at an advanced age keeps you healthier and makes you live longer. So, you know, I mean, I can't, I won't argue that. I'm going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to jump in here and my opinion is timing of sex has nothing to do with age. It has to do with, if you like someone, you want to find out if you have chemistry, if you have sexual compatibility, because if you, you can spend two, three months with someone and you guys get along and you like the same things, la, 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 like I said, you wait, wait, wait. And then you have sex, and if it sucks, which happens, right? By the time two people, it's it just doesn't click. Are you gonna be in that situation? So I don't think it matters if you're twenty, thirty. Like me, I got married in my twenties. Obviously, I made a big mistake because I knew the sex there was just like you know it didn't mix up. So now looking back, and I talk about that on the podcast all the time. I'm a firm believer. It's just a really important component to a happy relationship. So it doesn't, I really don't think it has anything to do with age. If you like someone at some point, you need to figure out if you're sexually competitive because you know what? If you're not having great sex with your partner, you're becoming roommates. And that's why so many marriages are miserable. So many couples are miserable. So many people cheat on each other. It's because they're miserable in bed. And we don't talk a lot about it because, especially in the United States, it's such taboo talking about great sex. I think it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah. It's such taboo. Like the minute you talk about sex, oh my God, they block us on Instagram. What the hell? You know, you talk about porn. But the truth is, it's one of the top problems of most couples in the world. It's because they're not having great sex. 
So well, honestly, it doesn't matter about the age. Um, the reason why it's recommended I it, why it happens more is because older people dating make the emotional connections much quicker than younger people dating who focus on more superficial stuff first. Yeah, of course, that's, we're more mature. That's, that's the great thing that, about aging, right? It matters. It's not like, oh, if you're over 35, you should just rush into sex. That's not what it is. It's just that you make the emotional connection with your partners much quicker because, well, you have more life experience. Yeah, for you know, sure. You're more clear about what you want. Yeah. And hopefully the other person is too. And when you're younger, you know, you're still kind of trying to figure things out. So that's why it was a little bit quicker. At the moment. I think age has a lot to do with it. And I'm probably going to catch hell for this. And I really don't care. Mm -hmm. I, I mean this from the like bottom of my soul. You don't want to walk around with flapjacks. You don't want to... <laughs> You don't want to think that you have a a great connection with every Tom, Dick, and Harry, and then at 45, 50 years old, you're walking around with flapjacks because you're 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 fucked. I literally, you're no, you weren't no hope. You're hope no hope. Like I think age is everything to do with it. You got to take stuff like that into consideration. Don't be slanging that thing around because when you when you really want to need a husband or want to find your forever. He's not going to want to strap a two by four to his ass. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, okay. I mean, I don't know how you, I, I mean, I date like for me, it's quality. I don't date, I, you know, a, a different guys every month. I don't fuck a bunch of men, although I do a, a, right. a, a sex podcast. People right, but think you know, there's but, that do. And but if, I'm saying if you do like someone, does it matter when you have sex? It doesn't matter which date you have sex. What matters is you should at some point have sex. I guess that's that's my point. I disagree right. with most experts that tell you to wait months and months and months and months. I guess that's the, the summary of my opinion. All right, so we got right. a comment here on uh, Twitch. Um, I said, I misread the question. By timing, I thought you meant during Monday Night Football. Is that the right time? Or if she is watching Stranger Things. <laughs> Never during Definitely Monday Night Definitely not Football. during Monday Night yeah, Football. Not, Never. Not during Monday. Never. I'm busy. I don't know. If, if, you can, if you can get your guy's Stranger attention things. away from football and bang him, he probably really likes you. <laughs> <laughs> It's literally just four quarters, okay? And uh, we can get to it after. There's and there's halftime. There's there is halftime. There's halftime. There you go. Um, and Stranger Things I've never even seen. Definitely. Yeah. That was funny. That's just like an unwritten rule. I'm opening up the phone lines. If you guys want to get in on this conversation, you can give us a call. 845-442-LOVE. 5683 if you like it in numbers. 845-442-LOVE is our telephone number. Phone lines are now wide open for you to call in and jump on this conversation. Lydia, you're quiet during most of this. What's uh, What are your thoughts? She's the most uh, successful person in terms of relationship, uh, too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Uh, but I was actually going to mention, because I know I always try to bring things to like pop culture references, because I feel like that helps people relate more to the subject. Um, and it makes me think of Sex and the City, which I know I've quoted a lot here before. But Charlotte, um, yes. so when she got with Trey, she was like, no, I'm going to do this by the book. I'm going to do everything right so that we have the perfect marriage. And then 
what did she find out the night before that they were getting married? That she Trey cheated. No, that Trey couldn't get it out. So I they didn't had, want to. So they got married and they had never had sex before, and they went on their honeymoon. Didn't even have sex on their honeymoon, and that was that ended up being the downfall of their entire relationship, and they ended up getting divorced. Why couldn't he get it up? He was impotent. He had issues, but can you guys imagine, like, like you Age. said, waiting and waiting yeah. and marrying somebody and not right. having sex with them? Like, can you imagine being in that situation? How awful it must be? I no, I, it wouldn't last more than it wouldn't last more than like a couple months. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But then she meets her divorce divorce lawyer, who she's like, I would never go for somebody like him. He's not my type at all. I find him disgusting. Yada yada yada. What happens? They she um is looking for a new apartment and they end up hooking up then and there. And she's like, it's the best sex I've ever had in my entire life. And she ends up falling in love with him. She becomes Jewish for him. They get married. And now in the new season of, and just like that, they've been married by, for 10, 15 years. And you know, Wait, they have two kids. What together. made her, what made her sleep with him in the first place? If she hated him, she didn't hate, hate him. him. She was just saying that he was never the type of man that she would go for. She so wasn't. Made her she didn't, she, there was just. It's personality. They had incredible yeah. chemistry and it worked. Yeah. What, what's his job? What's his job? He's a lawyer? Mm-hmm. Okay. But Charlotte came from money. Mystery solved. No, Charlotte, Charlotte had money. <laughs> Charlotte had money. She came from money. Yeah. So that didn't matter to her. Like, you know, she she was well off before, and then she had just come from her divorce from Trey. She got a marvelous apartment on Park Avenue. Money was not an object for her. Yeah, but being a lawyer. Lawyers are douchebags. Specialists in divorce lawyers. They're all douchebags. Divorce lawyers. You want to get divorced, huh? Okay. Okay. Well, what about but an they're environmental all just... lawyer? What about an environmental lawyer? I don't give a shit. Okay, what kind of lawyer? What they're are they? All... They're fighting for the earth. That's not sexy to you. They're banging their receptionist, and a girl down the street, in their walk. What? Maybe it's Megan. Zinga, you got me there. <laughs> I do date clowns. I do. Yeah, I just I, I date mean... fuck boys. Oh, I no. use that example to show that no matter which way you go, you could end up with a broken heart or a successful relationship. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. And Absolutely. it's just you know, Six in the City is one of those excuse me, one of those first shows that actually was like putting sex out there, especially for women. Like it was a huge thing. It was like the beginning of the nineties and everybody was talking about it. I mean, if you look at it, like the book is a very short book. Uh, written by Candace, um, and it ended up being six full seasons, and it was following these women, these women, these successful women, even like you know, you had Samantha, who was a huge PR person. Charlotte, she she worked in amazing art galleries. Miranda, a huge uh, successful lawyer. So it just goes to show that you know, like everybody is going on their own path, and there is no right way to get to that successful relationship. And you might need to fuck a few frogs and get out. <laughs> So true. So true. <laughs> you guys watch Jesper Housewives? Uh, I did in the very beginning, yeah. and then it became too messy. And just... it kills me to see I these women fighting with each other and on each other's neck. Oh my god! Huh? Now Melrose Place and Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero and Dawson's Creek and yeah. Dawson's Girl, Creek. Give me all of that. 
Katie yeah. Holmes, right? It's Katie Holmes, right? Yeah, Katie yep. Holmes and Dawson's Creek. Ah, Katie Holmes. And James <laughs> Vanderbeek. Yeah, the Canadian. You know, now that I think about it, Nothing like, up. as much as Sex in the City put, like, sex out there for all of us to, like, kind of connect with, really, it wasn't the first show, especially for women. Because the Golden Girls ruled in the 80s. Absolutely. And Devereaux was all over that. Absolutely. Even Sophia was getting in on that. Yes. You know, I remember the one episode where Blanche and Sophia were duking it out over the same man. So even, you know, and look at those women were, you know, older, like 60s, still doing what they want to do. Banging it out. You know, it ended because, you know, Dorothy found love. Take it to Is this podcast gonna end when everyone finds love? <laughs> okay, for one, I will always forever be here. Well, I already love Megan. I want to make so. a smart comment, like a smart out comment. If, I'm just gonna... if that is the no, go ahead, do it. I will always be do here. It. No, say it. <laughs> Presto. Say it. Don't Presto. be a pansy ass. Say it. I've said some risky ass shit on this show. You better fucking say it. Some of them just might be a little bit longer than others. That's all. <laughs> that, that's the, the measurement we're using as to when we're done with me. I will be here longer than anybody. I will be here. Just talking to myself. I just <laughs> like, if a woman wants to watch a football game with you and, and she wants to give you something during halftime, that's a keeper. That is a winner. Yeah. That is a keeper. Yeah. Your team's away, call that roadhead, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, question to everybody. Sex on the first date, is that is that bad or are you... It's irrelevant. Yeah. Is it? Crystal? It's not bad, because why would it be bad? Answer that first. Okay. Like, what's bad about it? Okay, it's immediate attraction. Like, like pure attraction. That's like uh, check. That's check number one on the box. Well, it may not be the smartest idea. You should get to know the person and make sure that it's something you really want to do. Mm -hmm. I think the stigma that comes along with it, it, that goes with the whole purity culture bit, um, we kind of need to just even that one out a little bit. So, like, it's bad to who and what makes it bad. I do have a story about the stigma of it. Okay. Um. In my early 20s, I was on an app website, and both consensual adults, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. It was like an ongoing thing. I did end up like developing feelings for him, and he told me, he was like, why would I ever get in a relationship with you when the first time we met, we had sex? And I was like, but it was both of our ideas to do that. It wasn't like it was just me. I was like, you were a hundred percent willing participant. So why was it okay for you to come into this and I would be willing to date you? Why did he think that, Lydia? What, what uh, is that? Like she said, the stigma. He probably that thought that she does that with other lying. guys. Yeah. Oh no, he, he fully, he, I fully meant it. He, he, he lo- lied. No, he yeah. looked at me at pure. I have heard that from so idea. many guys, yeah. like that, friends. That, that, that that's an easy out. That's what that is. That's just yeah. There you go, Crystal. Okay, well, I can it? tell you. I can. I can tell you why, Chris. You want to hear it? You want to hear it? I don't live by this either, but this is the this is the analogy. Okay, what's that? Uh, a lock that can be opened by any key is a shitty lock. Oh my god. But a god. key 
that can open any lock is the Okay, magic. Shakespeare. Oh my god. I think that was like confusion. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I don't judge people that have sex on a first date. If you just want to have sex and you're not really looking for a relationship, the chances that it's gonna turn into a relationship are smaller. For me, and I'm not a prude by any means, I've done it all. I don't have sex on a first date for one simple reason the only thing that turns me on is a mental connection. I'm a major yes. sapiosexual, major. I need to have a brain connection. I need to know what the guy's thinking. No, no, no. Otherwise, it can be the hottest guy on the planet. It can be George Clooney and I get, don't get turned on. So for me, it's like 99% yes. impossible to just go and fuck on the first date. Not because I'm a prude or I think, oh my God, she's a whore or anything. I just need to develop that connection. Sometimes it could be on the second date. Sometimes it could be on the third date, which has happened to me before. But I just think it's really hard. I'm just not the kind of person that, oh, wow, you're hot. Let's take our clothes off and bang. But no judgment whatsoever. And most men do judge. Most men, they do. They can be like madly in love with you. They're thinking, oh, she fucks every guy on the first date. She's a whore. Nah, 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 nah. Unfortunately, this day and age, we most women were still judged by. I'm not saying all men, but most Can't men. Can't stupid. Exactly. I think the reason that I might be, and this is just a theory that I'm working with here, but uh, in 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 reality, women hold the power when it comes to going to the bedroom. They do. In so if, that's not why. But go ahead. No, no. Let me finish. <laughs> so when a when a girl is just, you know, she has the power. She could be like, "Fuck you, no." And she doesn't. And he'd be like, like, fuck you, bye. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, women do hold the power. I so wish we didn't get judged. Power. Like, honestly, I wish this day and age, if a woman wanted to have sex on a first date, like she was just saying she had sex with this guy and they both liked each other, I wish the guys didn't judge them. Because it's so freaking stupid. We have the same feelings, the same emotions, the same desire as men do. But I don't know why, you know, most men still look at women like for some reason they think, oh, yeah, if she had sex with me on the first date, she probably was, does that with a bunch of dudes, which many times is not the case. And I know last week, have y'all seen about, um, Go ahead, Lydia. I know last week we had brought up about OnlyFans and, you know, now some men are like, oh, she has an OnlyFans. I'm not going to date her. Why would I want to be in a relationship with her when she's. When I could go on her Everybody website is. and pay $5 and see it for free, you know? Or dating a stripper. Uh-uh. Strippers be doing a lot more than dancing, okay? I, I know from experience. Not, a, But you know what I'm going to say, pain. guys? If a, a, if a guy judges no. you by what you do, he's not the guy for you. Fuck him. So, like, yeah, if you're doing OnlyFans... If you're doing stripping, whatever you want to do, I think women have the right to do anything they want to do without being judged. So if Absolutely. a dude judges you, get the hell out, you know? But I get judged by men because I talk about sex and I'm going to talk about sex forever and ever and ever. I think it's an important conversation. So if a guy is uncomfortable with what you do, okay, bye, you know, find somebody who appreciates what you do. You, I, I don't you know 
there's a lot of women for me in strippers, but they like here's the thing. I'm not gonna date someone if they're going to the back and sleeping with a guy for three hundred bucks. Like that's just Right. Yeah, I'm not You a know who I would sleep with on the first date? Who? George Clooney. Have you, no, no. Uh, have y'all seen that video on TikTok yet about the uh, guy with the Rubik's cube? And he, he. Have y'all seen that? No. I'm yes. too old for TikTok. Shut up, Drew. No, you're not. I have my penis. Okay, on so are every single one of you. So I don't care. I TikTok love TikTok. A super fun um, topic right now. But Drew, it's not just you were like completely wrong, um, but. I had to go through some of my little notes here. Um, so the whole idea of like waiting and holding out is just basically based on the whole like purity thing and how it applies to women, not so much men, um, as we've all kind of established, but um, purity in terms of like virginity and waiting and holding out has always been used to control women. So when there is this stigma of sex, it's almost always on the woman. Like nobody judges a man like you have sex, you are the man. As the woman, like if you have sex with somebody, you're judged a, a lot harsher than a man is. Same thing like about numbers, which we'll talk about how the different genders estimate their numbers. But you know, women get judged much harsher on that too. Women's sexuality has been suppressed for so long that many of us still equate it with bad things. And it's not, we're still human beings and we still have sex drives and yes yeah, so as we should by the me. way you know as we should i think it's such an important conversation and it's funny because the united states is such an advanced culture right and it's such taboo in this culture that right. i think people like us that do podcasts about sex and everything we open up doors for women to have better sex, to speak up in bed, to do whatever they want without being judged. I think that's super important. I think it's super crazy. If we're talking about numbers and how women get judged that way, I just want to throw this out there. I propose that if if y'all want to keep tallies and judge us by our numbers, women only get a notch if they also had an actual orgasm. That is what oh, I that's, fair. <laughs> that's, that's fair. Yes. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. But is it a notch for every orgasm they have? No. If, no. if you got that woman's orgasm, no, I get one. You, get put the like you don't get the bonus points. What? Yeah. I think it's crazy. I think two. Man, no, I think it just went down a lot. Right. I'm probably on one. A lot now. I think it's crazy how guys are okay with being Eskimo brothers, but. God forbid we try to be <laughs> semen sisters. It's a no go. <laughs> well, I never um, heard that one before. Yeah, I didn't hear Eskimo brothers. I didn't hear this. That's so much grosser than Eskimo <laughs> brothers. <laughs> why is it grosser? Because Eskimo, Eskimo has brothers. Is sex is why. Like <laughs> semen Eskimo. sisters. Yeah. Why can't you guys be like Inuit? Like they're just, semen sisters. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Doctor Lund, you're quiet over there. <laughs> That's gross. Uh, I was just thinking about my last first date. Uh, I actually, the last first date I went on. That's an oxymoron. I, I went to drop the girl off, and she started arguing with me like out of nowhere because I didn't try to feel her up, and I was just like, "Wow, what? what? <laughs> what? Yeah, How yeah. dare you, Jesse?" <laughs> And uh, she started like getting a real attitude with me. She's like, "You're less of a, you're not enough of a man for me." You know, and I was like, "What?" 
right, I'm just going to drop you off now, and I'm going <laughs> to get on down the road because you're pretty crazy. Yeah. You remember the saying, you want to come up for a cup of coffee? <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, that, that, was my, that was my last first date experience. I actually got cussed wow. out. Nice shoes. Want to fuck? Like, I don't yeah. understand. Yeah. My first date in Houston, this chick grabbed my dick under the table at the, at the restaurant. Wow. Five minutes into meeting each other. Yeah, I, was, I did not <laughs> go on with her. She <laughs> was there to pound it out. Yeah, I was like, ah, I have when, when you act easy and you act up front right away, you just have a perception. All, like, all I did was order an appetizer, dude. I didn't fucking do no, anything. No, I'm not talking about you. I was talking about her. I'm not. Yeah, her. Yeah, her. More than just if a piece of meat. Yeah. If she's well, that easy, you don't. Well. You don't want a <laughs> flapjack. So uh, when you said flapjacks, I thought you were referring to uh, breasts. But I so I'm talking about a McDonald's McFlap. Like it's called Arby's. It's called Arby's. No, I'm talking. No, I'm talking about a yeah. McFlap. Arby's is yeah, it, yeah. Arby's. Arby's oh, is the euphemism. I mean, yeah, Arby's to yeah. I should call her the deli special with the whole yeah. with the horsey sauce is like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thinking like. Yeah. I thought I talked about titties. Hundred percent. I I. You guys have some interesting first <laughs> I'm yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to the first Americans, male and female dating the first date should end with just a kiss. What? So according to fifty percent, fifty percent Americans, male and female, say that a good first date should end with a kiss, and that's it. Fifty percent. That could that could happen during the date. Yeah. And say yeah. Time. So I think it could yeah, happen. What if you're in a three minute meet and greet? Okay. What if you're in a so, three minute meet and greet? <laughs> first, my first date with Giselle was also the first time we met. And I wanted to kiss her, but I didn't because I wanted, didn't want her to, you know, I don't know. Like I wanted to, but I thought. That's like, why you ask. I'm not good. That's such an awkward question. Can I kiss you? No. Are you serious? That's an awkward question. No. No, awkward. so the first time we you kissed. Just, that's super appropriate. No, no, yeah. no, I do have no regrets because the first time we kissed was at karaoke. Aww. And it was right after I sang. And, and she someone was consoling you. What did you sing? What over? song were you singing? <laughs> Take one fucking guess, Roger, what song I sang. Christmas was, classic. It was Dick in a Box. Christmas shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, I was no, waiting so on Roger to singing. say it. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have a funny story about a first date and first kiss. I I agree, it can happen, but I don't like when the person expects that it should happen. Uh, Right. A few months ago, I went out on a date with this guy. We were talking for many weeks, and I thought he was great. Fabulous restaurant, great conversation, like a three-hour dinner. And I'm thinking, oh, wow. you know. And he already told me, oh, I want to take you on a second date, you know, when everything is going great. And then he walked me to my car, for some reason, I wasn't in the mood to make out with a guy 11.30 at night in the parking garage. I, so I came to give him a hug, like, bye, see you soon. And he's like, give me a kiss. And I was like, I gave him a kiss on the cheek. And he was super pushy, like, come on, I made, gave you dinner. Everything was so nice. At least give me a kiss. 
you know, and to me, that was the end of it. Cause I'm like, if a guy expects it, oh, give me a kiss. Cause I gave you dinner. I'm like, oh my God, what a douche. You know, That's if it's right, yeah. if it happens organically, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it, sure. But I mean, organically, like, yeah, but like, like just say, oh, flow. yeah, I had dinner with you. Give me a kiss. I'm like, oh my God, dude. No, thank you. Bye. Weirdo. <laughs> Like, and just because he bought you dinner doesn't mean you owe him anything. Exactly, exactly. Mm. A thank you. That's about it. Yep. A thank you. Yeah. If it, if it happens, it happens. But many times it doesn't happen on a first date. So I don't think I right. should expect it. All right. So our topic tonight. Go ahead, Drew. Oh, I was saying, Giselle, the reason she kissed me is because someone told her while singing, he's a keeper. <laughs> And so she because kissed. you sing dick in a box, <laughs> and <laughs> someone said you're a box. keeper. You're That's a keeper. Right. I just want to know how they made that correlation, right? Because I, I have the voice of an angel, <laughs> and obviously I have a sensitive side because I really care about completely her, so for, for, well, for Christmas. Yeah. I'm a giver. I take care of her. No, I was about to say it. I was just coming. Damn it. That was almost Halloween. It was this close to being the Halloween costume. They told me they told me I get fired from work. Damn it. Oh. Totally what she's getting. Topic today, intimate dating. Does the timing of sex matter? Um we have our guest today, uh, Kat Zamudo, she is a host of the Cat on the Loose podcast. Kat, tell everybody how they can uh, listen to you. Um, Cat on the Loose, Sex, Dating, and Relationships is on all platforms where you guys enjoy your podcasts. And all the links are on my Insta, Kat Zamudo, or catontheloose.com. You guys can find everything there. Perfect. Excellent. Kat, I really appreciate you taking some time and joining us this evening. And Thank you, guys. It was so much fun. Yeah. I really Thank appreciate you, so you guys having me. Congratulations on your amazing podcast, Love on the Rocks with an X. I love the name. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. You'll have to come back. Yes, absolutely. And good luck to us sure. all, right? Because the answer is, yeah, we don't really know. <laughs> it's not one exactly. size fits all. It's not one. Do do whatever feels good for you. That's what I would say. Do whatever there feels right for you. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. If, it's, for sure. if it's right, if you feel right, yeah. I don't think there's no a time limit on it. It could be the first date. It could be maybe till the tenth date. Yes. You know? And everybody's qualifications are different. For yeah. You know, so yeah, it's all about the chemistry of two people. Totally. Yeah. We're adults, okay? We're not like 16 years old, you know? It's not you know? a negative thing. <laughs> yeah. totally. Speak for yourself, Roger. <laughs> that true love weights ring came off long ago. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Kat, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. Good night. Thanks Thank for having you. me. Bye bye. <laughs> And before I let you go, obviously the holiday season is upon us. Most of us do not have unlimited budget to buy gifts. So I'm going to tell you guys, go check out Girly A La Mode, fashion for all, building a worldwide community for body positivity, self-love and inclusion. Super affordable, adorable gifts for everyday life, like the cutest sweatshirts, beanie hats, 
the organic reusable tote bag that I love so much. I use it every single day. The love collection is out now. And I think the world never needed more love than now. So spread love, send love as a gift. You guys are going to love, love, love the Girly Alamode Love Collection. Shop now, girly, G-I-R-L-I-E, alamode.com, girlyalamode.shopping. Use code FALLINLOVE for a great discount. Buy amazing, adorable gifts at incredible, incredible prices. <clears throat> Last but not least, you guys ask me this question all the time. Where do I record Cat on the Loose? How do I do it? Is it complicated? Do I do it out of a fancy studio? And the answer is absolutely not. I've been using Spotify for podcasters ever since the beginning, three and a half years ago. And it is thanks to Spotify for podcasters. I truly believe that I was able to grow such an amazing audience, do such a great job without spending pretty much any money on fancy studios or fancy recording equipment. Spotify for podcasters allows you to record your podcast out of your own computer or even your phone. All you have to do is download the app, Spotify for podcasters. And best of all, I swear to God, guys, no catch. It's free, completely free. So if you ever wanted to start your own podcast, even if just for fun, not even for a business, if you have something to say, if you're good at a subject and you don't know where to start, check it out. Spotifyforpodcasters.com. You can start your own podcast, distributing all platforms where people listen to their podcasts, everything for free. How cool is that? I am proud and happy to say that three and a half years into doing Cat on the Loose Sex Dating and Relationships, we are now one of the top 0.5% most downloaded podcasts in the world, thanks to Spotify for podcasters making everything so fun, so easy. So get going. Don't overthink it. Spotify for podcasters.com. Have fun and good luck. <laughs>